0: All right, so this is the Worship and Nonsense podcast. Worship and nonsense coming live from the worship pastor's office.
1: Why does a worship pastor think this way, and how do they think? It's about the, the deep investment into others. Like, what is your brain? that worship teams, worship bands? today all right we all right. have uh, a special guest Sean
0: Badir here Sean Badir 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 Tell us Badier, who you are
2: Badier. Uh my name's Sean Badir Can you not put your <laughs> mic like that
0: that's so weird Can you like put what? it under Why, what is up with you and can, can, Yeah it's just it's in your face I want to look in your eyes and What's up with your There you go
1: right don't there we, Don't there we do, do enough of that but, oh oh God. God. God, Sam and his mic placement
2: I know dude is that better? Mine
1: was yeah. wrong, too, like 10 minutes ago. Great. See?
2: All right. There it's you
0: go.
1: good shot. to be here,
2: guys. That's it's, conversational. I like it. It's good to all be, right, be here. All right, what do you do? Tell <laughs> us what you do. What do I do?
1: Yeah. They don't even know what we do, but uh, tell them
2: what you do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I work with churches. Cool. Yeah, it's fun.
0: That's fine. Is that it? <laughs> Is that it? I work with churches. It's great. We all do it. Some know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love the vagueness. We're mysterious. Ooh. Let's just put like blur over our face. <laughs> exactly. Change the voices. Change it <laughs> to the anonymous, anonymous podcast. That's cool. How's okay. your day been, Aaron? We didn't even get to that. How's Dude, your day been?
1: Yo, check this out. Both of you. I'm yeah. going to be very disappointed. Okay. Because something happened yesterday. Please what? tell me what happened yesterday.
0: Dave Chappelle got attacked. Okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> and that beat down. Do you see the dude's arm? Yes. He On didn't the stretcher. See it and I
0: showed it. Yeah. Bro, it was. <laughs> It's and his backwards. face, bro. His face is like. <laughs> Jamie Foxx, Busta Rhymes, and all of Dave's security just. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. A dude. Okay. It's a dude walked on stage, ran on stage
1: during the outro of Dave Chappelle's like skit. He's doing a Netflix is a joke comedy tour in LA in the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And a dude jumped on stage and tackled Dave Chappelle.
2: Listen, man, I want Jamie Foxx on my team. <laughs> I know. They destroyed That's, destroy all, I, that's him. all I have to say. <laughs> they destroyed. Like, I he... want the guy who played Ray Charles on my team. <laughs> <laughs> they literally destroyed <laughs> him. And who played Django. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. okay. Good job I'm not saying so, the Django. <laughs> <the> Django. All right, <laughs> something happened
1: Something happened. Great day. What happened? I'm going to be so sad. Something of, You know
2: You now. You don't know. Man. He doesn't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Educate. Yesterday.
1: what is this you don't know what happened it's a big day yesterday something happened for you personally for the world
2: is uh, is it new hill song new hill song united drop y'all come on
1: come on listen to the best song alright let this breathe real quick let it breathe
0: Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm sorry, but I can't
1: understand the words. Come on. Okay, go back and listen to it, but Hillsong album dropped. I feel like as a podcast. It's the one with like the checkers and the colors. Yep. Okay. United dropped. I feel like as a podcast, we have to uh, do our due diligence. So maybe next album or next podcast, we do a review just one of the best. A listening party? No, just like review it on our own and we can talk about it. But I think this is one of their best albums I've heard. There was only like three skips, and that's pretty big. <laughs>
0: Sounds like they're going back to like, um, what was that, Zion? Yeah, exactly. Like the exactly. world. Remember that, Scandal of Grace? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know that album well. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Or Empires. You guys listen to
1: Empires, yeah. that album? Yeah. Empires is that, okay. That's the flavor of this album. Yeah. Which Zion kind
0: of? ocean play bro. Yeah, Zy- yeah, yeah. Is that the one? Oceans, yes. On? yes. Classic, huh?
2: Oceans. Speaking on of there.
0: oceans, on Is this the one that has? I don't know how you make a way. Yeah. But, but I know, I know you're you.
2: you. Ah, ah!
0: I saw this on Instagram, bro. <laughs> <And> it's written. <laughs> So some dude in a broadcast room effed up
1: <laughs> <laughs> the auto tune, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was exactly. like,
2: perfect oceans. But anyway, yeah. Auto tune. <laughs> told you, dude. That's oh, you why just I have to up, up, up like that. Up yes, right right now. Well, I heard him say like mercy at the beginning. Is that <laughs> is that the response to the like documentary series or something?
1: Okay, so here's a good topic,
2: because this is what I want to talk
1: about. Is it is it me or is it just mad awkward? What is awkward? Anything Hillsong, bro? Yeah. Is this awkward. awkward? Yes. Like on my YouTube feed right now, there's like a there's like a Chris Tomlin Hillsong United tour that was canceled, mm-hmm. and so they did a no, how-
0: they're out on tour right now. I
1: thought they canceled
0: it. I just saw a 12 minute video of Joel Houston on a stage talking. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. That's the concert. But is then it- they announced that the tour was canceled.
1: I don't, I don't know. Do not do not use this podcast for a source of information at all. <laughs> this is all
0: speculation.
1: <laughs> but okay, is it me or is it just mad awkward about everything he'll song? Because I'm listening to this album, uh-huh. I'm like trying to separate it. Because I'm like, okay, there's, some, there's there's probably like five or six good songs out of twelve. Which is better than most, right? I'm
0: listening to it. I'm like... What, are you talking to people? And the people are like, oh, a hell song. Is that what's? No, that I just No, yeah.
1: it's not, I'm not even talking to people. I just feel weird. <laughs> you feel weird. I just
0: feel, it just feels awkward. Like, you're listening to them, and
1: I'm like... Like, how many of these songs are, like, in response to, like, their pastor? Oh, and you're reading into
0: things, yes. I'm
1: trying not to, though, because the music's good. It's just like... You I have would, to remember... I would
0: suggest that most likely this, this, these songs were written... Long before the scandal happened. Are they?
1: Are you sure? Cause Dude, the album
0: production doesn't take two weeks.
1: Yes, I know that. But the pastor like, of the church has been going down for like six months. Not as hard lately it's, as it's, what it is. It's been as hard, but <laughs> it's it's been like that, but it's just not as public as since the documentary sure. came out. It got out.
0: more public in the last month.
1: Right? So for the last six months, it's been like, and we don't live in Australia, but it's been pretty prevalent.
0: Yeah, but they've been in L.A. in a studio. That's true. I don't know. Joel feels- Houston is literally like a caveman. I've never seen him outside of when they go on tour. He doesn't and do a lot of press? I've never seen press. I, I, I don't see Instagram, nothing.
1: See, but yeah, their, their popular song is Sure Thing. That's
0: a top streamed song that they have. Mm. Sure Thing? Sure Thing. Dude, God is a sure thing. Amen, amen, brothers. To- My brothers in Christ. Oh, this one. Those electronic drums. Come on. Eighties like It reminds me literally of vampires. This is that whole field. Yeah,
1: yeah, Come on. Like who okay. Here's my question. Who's making music like that?
0: Well the Hill song five years ago, eight years ago. 10 years ago. But it's fresh, it's new, <laughs> is it it's fresh? current. Yeah. Is Tell it? me
2: what Christian artists is making. We just music referenced like that. two albums, well, though. You, you did just say Christian
0: artists. That, yes, that that's absolutely. true. Yeah, yeah. I also did say they've already made two albums like this, though.
1: Similar. The feel is good. Because here's, here's the problem. You listen to any of
0: the new, new stuff out, right? Mm. Belonging Co. Well, the popular thing right now is live. It's live. Maverick City. Maverick City. Yeah, they're known for doing studio stuff. So that's
1: what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. that's the craze. And then you get an album like this. My, it's hard to judge, right? Because my my parameter on like Christian albums, like the bar for me is like, right? Like, it's not creative. It's not, dude. It's not. Let's no, be real. Just, everybody's gonna I hate love me. How
0: but you get about hillside music, I, similar to like Because, this
1: because like, listen to this. Like, listen to this. <laughs> <know>. I'm not <laughs> hearing any. You're not turned on, k Love. You're not. Oh no. Obviously, none of this stuff is going to be sung in church. Can't, no. can't reproduce it with in, any instruments. I mean, there will be tracks. You could redo it. Yeah, but ain't nobody doing sure thing in a live setting. But I just think it's interesting. I think it's really interesting. I'm excited about it. It's a good break from Maverick. I love Maverick, but everybody. I mean, even Hillsong Young and Free, the whole last album was Maverick. It's Are you going to go to the tour date? No, definitely not. Nope. I can't support it. I, I got asked the though. other day.
0: I was like, "No, are they're they ha- like, okay?"
1: So, which way? Who's having a tour? Maverick or who
0: Maverick and Kirk Franklin. Kirk
2: Franklin, bro. It's Kirk Franklin.
0: Why? Why? Because he's I Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I think they're here at the end of the summer or something. Where Where are they playing? What huh? venue? Like Red Rocks? Oh, well, it's probably the ball arena. It's ball. The, it's ball arena.
2: They yeah. can feel the ball. Bo- I oh, guess dude. Kirk Franklin. They, who? It's Kirk Franklin, bro.
0: Maverick City can fill the ball arena. Dante Bo is on tour with 14 Country selling out arenas right now. Arenas. Yeah. Arenas. Listen. 14 Country is huge. It's Kirk Franklin. Y'all know how big an bro? arena is? It's Kirk Franklin. Say it again. It's Denver. <laughs> <laughs> like it's Colorado.
1: <laughs> Those two don't not. It's Come on, Kirk bro. Franklin. <laughs> I can understand it like Matt Brock and Elevation game. Yeah. But tip, Okay, here's why I asked that, it, and it doesn't come from just out of nowhere. How
0: dare you just spoke those two names in existence? They're amazing. Here's the deal: wow. what
1: Christian artist can tour an arena? Like I, I Chris guess Tomlin, Tom, Chris Tomlin would be the one. He's on it right now. Hillsong. But Maverick City, Hillsong, Chris Tomlin, Maverick City. Who else? And Hillsong. Who else? Kirk Mercy Franklin. Me? Dude, I don't see it. Mercy I Me. I guess Cass,
0: Mercy me, okay. Back in the day, third day. Okay. Third
2: day. But if you Back think about it day? traditionally, like. What, these... what day? Which day?
0: <laughs> when I was like 12. If you
1: think about it traditionally, these bands rent churches. That's right? normally
0: what they do, yeah.
1: They'll try to go and they'll do tour dates at churches and then cancel them when they can't fill them. Mm. <laughs> that's interesting. Don't throw man. shade. <laughs> I'm not. That's a little inside joke for something. But that's interesting. No, I, I, I don't know. How do you think their production's gonna be? <laughs> like,
2: have Ooh, you guys ever have? been
1: to Hillsong concert?
0: Like, I, know I have. I went in, what was it, 2018? The came? Empire's yeah. one, yeah. That was crazy. That was good. That was pretty cool. And Amanda Cook? Yeah. No. I, don't, I think the one I went to was Laura Dago. Oh. Dude, Amanda Cook opened. She had Chris Greeley as her. She's not her a Christian engineer. artist, though. Laura Dago's not a Christian artist? <laughs>
2: Did you, you see serious? that
0: video? Have you seen that video, bro? Are you serious? There's like a podcaster who like called her like a a, a Louisiana cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally. He was like, Lauren this Diggle? is demonic. Oh, my God. <laughs> called her a cult leader. Really? Why? Yeah, because she had made a post or something that was like about your journey and your spiritual journey and all that. It was mystical language, which was like, yeah, okay, she's charismatic. It's sure. like Switchfoot.
2: But talking about she like does the same she's trying to be in the same
0: uh, definitely not a fan that's my first impression she's totally. a she's a uh, she's a, uh, a copycat of Francesca Battistelli really you think so yeah. Francesca
2: Battistelli was yeah she, she was, was legit the real
0: deal Lauren Daigle, cool. She's popular. She's she 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 is a copycat of that to me.
1: Hey, how you re- how you really feel? That's that's how I feel. <laughs> Unpopular smile. opinion. Smile. Well, whoever
2: produced Lauren Daigle's Come on, album, Sam. bro, that's how you feel, bro. She's got the one album with like the it's like rise or something. What's the one? Who? that she's got Lauren Daigle, and she's like looking up, and it's got like the messy bun thing going on. You know no what I'm talking idea. about?
0: Mm-mm. You know a little too it's much like, about this whoever album produced that album. <laughs> she got the
2: messy hair. She's whoever it produced that album was like, we're going to make an Adele record. Oh, really? For real. <laughs> that's, what that's, that's what that album sounds
0: like. Actually, speaking of Adele, we're all musicians. Did you guys know that there is a natural A in Adele's Rolling in the Deep? So literally in the bridge, when they go, you're a it's literally out of key. And I don't know if they did it on purpose. It seems as though they did it on purpose. Mm. But I did not know this. So an A flat. it's It should be A flat. It should be G, A flat, G. But they sing G, A natural. Hear it? Go back. Did you hear it? It's an A natural.
2: Right there. Yeah. You're gonna uh, miss you. You're gonna gonna never knew that, flat, I never do that, Like it's a, flat of what it should be.
0: No, it's sharp of what it should be. Oh. So it's supposed to be G A I, A flat G if it was in key. I yeah, can't, yeah, I can't. I honestly can't
2: hear it over the reverb. Do you
0: hear that? Yeah, Yeah. You. yeah. You're miss you. And our brains basically wow. have told us over the years to just autocorrect. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> and I watched this video the other day. And this guy was talking about theory, and he was like, "This song." I was like. Yo. That's some nerd stuff. That's yeah. genius. I love that.
1: Dude, that's sick. That's cool. That's interesting. Now, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this song like 20 times just so my brain can go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I think that Lauren Dagle's cool. What do you really think, though, Sam? Like, what, About what's your, Lauren Dagle? What's your real opinion?
0: Daigle. My real opinion is she is a cookie cutter album selling Christian female. Is it, is it industry plant-ish? Is yes. it, it's, okay. It, it's, I don't even, you always want to get me in trouble here. Yep. Um, I'd be shocked to find out that she wrote 50% of her music. Okay. Uh, She's, she sells. She's artistic. She's almost got like a, what a like, kind of a hippie vibe-ish. Is she? Is yeah. She, is she a hipster? Uh, but she does have a great voice. I'm okay. not. Gonna, I'm not going to say she doesn't have a good voice. Okay. But I will say like, it's it's all cookie cutter to me. I think it. I think somebody saw her and went, I could sell that. I is don't. there a problem with that, or does it just rub you the wrong way, or do you even care? There's a part of me that cares, but
2: at, at the same time, I don't.
1: At what? At what point? Question for both of you. At what point do you just accept?
2: Well, I think, you know, if I was Taylor Swift and I had written a huge catalog of my own original music, I would throw a lot of shade, but I haven't done that. You
1: think Taylor so. Swift, w- wait, what? Oh, yeah, dude, Taylor Swift's the real deal. You think she wrote her music? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I
2: think there. I I would agree a little she bit with She is way above average on writing her music. Re- you think oh, she wrote yeah. her music? Me- what? She, she talks about it. You don't think she has a, a room like this? No. With some she, writers? She documents it and stuff, and she's like coming up with all the hooks and everything and the lyrics and she goes to the studio. I will say,
0: you don't reproduce an album, a whole album, completely different if you don't feel like those are your songs.
2: She's the real deal.
0: She took like a 15-track album of Red and reproduced the whole thing. Hey,
1: I'm a Taylor Swift fan.
0: I just don't know
2: if I well, believe that she wrote you everything. You dig into this a little bit. You'll, you'll be a bigger Tell me, so fan. Tell me,
1: enlighten me. So she writes her own music. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a, she writes yeah. her own
1: She's a
0: machine.
2: What's the, guy name, what's the guy's name, Benny Blanco, who, like, got big off of writing for, like, Maroon 5 and every, you know.
0: One of the best bands ever. Isn't he ever.
2: working with Justin Bieber and all that? Yeah, now he does, like, everybody. Maroon 5, He started with, take. he wrote, like, uh, I think it was Payphone or something.
1: Like Maroon big, 5, Hot Take, one of the best bands ever. My wife hates room 5 I say is, that. Maroon 5 is a jam. Maroon 5 is a jam.
2: Definitely don't, definitely don't write all their music. Yeah, of course not. not. No, like, I don't know what, first off, Taylor Taylor I do Taylor Swift? Any popular artist that writes their own music no, would Swift. blow my mind. It's Taylor Swift. All of what's it. That, uh, all of it. Every single, unless there's like a co-write with like yeah. you know she does the one with with Haim, you know. There's no
1: way she writes that that much gold.
2: Yes. What is what is that one song? Uh,
0: the rain. The uh, pull it? the covers. She over? She has many. Room five. Pull the covers over. Uh, uh, Sing the it. rain song. What is that song? Sing it. I
2: can't remember it right now.
1: I like sugar. Yeah,
2: that's my song. It's. They definitely didn't write that song. Of course not. What is that song? Payphone's was, my favorite of theirs, and they I think that's Benny Blanc. With right <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> is Wiz Good right? yes. in it? <laughs> yes. Payphone's that song? In, yeah.
1: That song, and then the uh, oh, right. um, the, the Fast Wild and one. Furious song always used me confused. You the know what I'm
2: talking and about? The Fast and it's, Furious
1: it's, song?
0: That was written by Charlie Puth. Was it?
1: That, it's been a long Yeah, time. it was Charlie Puth. Oh, ah.
0: <laughs> that song bothers man. me. Okay, so back to it. So, <laughs>
1: Because the music industry is the music industry, right? So you look at the popular artists, and aren't they all plants? Like, isn't Maverick City? I don't know. I'm just, look, yo, check this out. I'm just a consumer of music. But I think about this stuff. So isn't Maverick City a plant? Aren't they? Isn't there a plan behind the stuff that they're doing, the music that they put out? And aren't they the same as a Lauren Dago?
0: How are they different? There, there is speculation that they started different. I don't know if they did. What does that even mean? That they started their, different. That their mission was not to sell big records. It was it was a mission to get the minority in the room and okay. have a voice. And success, by the way, success. Do I think? Tony Brown, the guy who started it all, saw some capitalism in it. Yes. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with it? I didn't say anything was wrong with it. Okay, good. I'm just saying. Do Do you put Brandon Lake, Chandler Moore, uh, Dante Bow, Naomi Rain, all, all those? Do you put them in a room and not go? This is big. Like, it's like. Getting NBA 2K and going, like, I'm going to put LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Kevin Durant. All these people on my one team. Yeah, Why wouldn't you,
1: though? It's going to work. Because look, look what it produces. Hot fire gold.
0: Sure. If that's the market you're in. We're, that, the, we kind of talked about this on the lo- yeah. last podcast. Yeah. I'm not in that market. Why? I don't want to be in that
1: Why? market. Why? Why? Cause What's it, the goal? What's the goal? Is it to reach the most amount of people? It feels like a sellout. Okay. It feels like so.
0: it feels like money.
1: <laughs> what is the goal though? Honestly. The goal for me is to impact the local church. Okay. Can you do that better by having capital, resources, and the cheat no. codes you are your, your time is so far elsewhere.
2: Have you guys seen Inside Lewin Davis? No. Cohen Brothers movie starring Oscar Isaac. No. It came out a while ago. It's been at least five years. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's all about this guy who like was writing folk music at the same time as Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. Same style, but this dude's super cynical. Mm-hmm. You have to watch this movie. It's amazing. And it's it speaks to this very topic. It's like, like, is it true art because you're a jerk? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what makes true art? Because a lot of times I think I'm just, like, drawn to the stuff that feels more authentic. And, right, right, right. And real. Mm-hmm. But I think, like sellout the term of sellout is changing is what i would argue right now because like there's another article i was reading recently about like uh gary clark jr who's like one of my favorite guitar players i don't know if you've ever heard his stuff he's ridiculous so I good have, absolutely. Gary clark jr. i feel like i have so absolutely freaking literally songwriter guitar player extraordinaire yeah. he's amazing and he, like, has, he did all this, he's, like, got his music on these commercials and stuff. And then he did the, like, Justice League song. Mm-hmm. And this article was about, like, you know, years ago this would be considered a sellout. Like, he's, <coughs> he's cashing in on, like, he's trying to get paid. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get paid. So he's, like, writing this music. But it's, it's a normal practice amongst people. And he's still viewed as, like, a super authentic artist, even though he's, Making Ford commercial songs,
1: yeah, I think it's tricky. It's it's the lines of like it's the same thing that people deal with in nonprofits. It's the same thing people deal with with businesses and church. Yeah. Like you have this like dividing line, right or right or wrong. That I always like. I understand it, but I always laugh at it because I'm like, like I get what you're saying. No. But also like, like, is that bad? Like these people yeah. are like.
2: It gets messier in church for sure because, yeah. we, because we like, you know.
1: Because we have morals and we have a standard and well, we have we're, a, we're like, okay, like that's like, are you truly for your mission and what you're doing? Yeah, but then you look at, like I look at the machine and I'm like loving it because I'm like, okay, take myself out of that brain and just like. Enjoy Joe the product. Smove, 9 to 5.
2: <laughs> just, just enjoy that we have yeah, this. Yeah, like, the yo, the new Hillsong
1: dropped or the new. Maybe Maverick that's why City you don't like Lauren Bagel.
2: You're just not grateful for the product. You just don't like the music. <laughs> and I just appreciate it because I'm like, yo, so check this out. Like, <laughs> maybe, just got I'm off of, just got, maybe I'm
0: overcritical.
1: Just, just got off of work, right? And yeah. then, the yo, the new Mavericks out. And there's no. I don't know who a Naomi Rain is. I don't know who a Chan. Who? Who? a Dante what like I can't pick none of these people out their voices sound cool that's a that song makes me feel good
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right and so for me I'm like I appreciate the art and artistry and like whoever puts you together should be making a lot of money because they found y'all so good job y'all marketed this product beautifully because how many churches and how many people
0: that create music can market? Okay, I'm gonna play my reverse Uno right now. All right, go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so once you know more than the general population about yes. the music industry, about particularly the, the the Christian industry that we live in, once you know more about it and you're not just a general consumer, not not even like you need to be super aware, but you need to have a little bit of understanding, is it not worth Putting it through a lens. Is it not worth analyzing? And just going like. "What's What are we seeing here? What's the motive? Why wh- Like why, why are we okay with them? Like is it not worth the a- analysis. The backwards way of like. Well I'm I'm just going to generally consume it. Yes I agree. But how formative can it be? Or unformative can it be? If we don't analyze it. And then I just end up. I end up singing things that I shouldn't on stage because I want to be a cool worship leader and I want to sing new stuff. Sure. I think... Absolutely. But, again,
1: because that's like a really cool specific thing. And me saying the generalization accounts for 99.9% of all people. Yeah. Right? And so my response would be, don't play it. Like...
0: Yeah, don't, there's a don't level. Don't play the music
1: because of- for me, the artistry, the creation, and the business of music, I am appreciate because I already know. Like we have conversations before, mm-hmm. I already know the significance of lyrics and like how you explain that to your church body and what sure. you sing and what you don't sing. I already know all that, but again, my argument always comes from like. Even the purpose of this podcast for me is, yo, I'm going to listen to this Holy Hill song album. And not once do I think about theory, sadly. That might not be a good thing. But I'm a consumer. I don't even think about it. The lyrics will come secondary. Does it sound, does it sound cool? Yeah. Is it like anything else that I've heard? Can I work out to it? Mm-hmm. Can I have it on the background while I have 7,000 7, tasks at work? Yeah. Like, is it a car album? Is it summertime and the windows are rolled down? Can I, can I bump yeah. this? Like, how does it make me feel? Then i then I'm a nerd, so I'm gonna deep yeah. dive the lyrics and I'm gonna deep dive the producers and see who wrote it. And mm-hmm. like, oh cool, can we sing this in church? That's my nerd brain. My normal brain's just like, yo, that Maverick City thing, man, that's pretty cool. Dude, I hope they get paid. Like, Dante is looking fly on the red car. Oh, that's that uh that's that that Bowman guy. You know, <laughs> that's that guy on the Mavericks. But that's yeah. the world, like, I think sometimes it's very for me, I'm speaking towards me. It's very hard for me to go to the normal side of like yes. most people because I am a consumer of all things. Mm-hmm. I'm a consumer of the details. But most people, man, that's why I like this podcast because people listening and us talking right now, like, we love the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. But it's hard, man, because outside this building, I like, I'm. I'm gonna go around like normal, regular people. They're gonna be like, "Yo, hey, oh, man, you hear the new J. Cole? You hear the new J-? like they're Daniel? <laughs> like, yo, you hear the new a new Hillsong song? No one cares. Yeah. I couldn't come anywhere else other than today yeah. to be so excited. He saw my. I was I was I was a little mad because he saw my playlist that said Overhead. Pod, and, yeah. and he's like he was like, you yeah. see he change it?" And I'm like, "I cheated."
2: Ahh. I What happened yesterday is that I looked over and saw the Hillsong thing on your screen. That's
1: I'm funny. like, let me reveal it. So <laughs> yeah, that was my night yesterday where I thoroughly enjoyed it, had headphones, zoned out, worshipped, loved the music. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's the case for everybody. But yeah, that's the big thing is for me, I just appreciate industries and I appreciate the the compensation piece of industries for people's talents. And I'm not lost at the methods Right, like, mm-hmm. yeah. If it's shady, it probably is not in the right light. It probably is. There's probably something going on that I don't know. Is it my responsibility well, to talk about it? Maybe, but if like, we were if we we're talking about pop hot.
0: music, if we were talking about pop music right now, we would not be having a conversation of intent.
1: Absolutely not. So
0: why do we do it, Christian music? Well, because we sing it in our churches. Why? Why do you don't have to? No, it. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, that's what I hope would – what I'm saying to you. That's where I hope cool. someone has a lens because there's the difference between generally going, this is art. Like I, w- I would hope that somebody – if they got my music in their hands, they would go, I'm just going to listen to it. I'm just going to hear it. And then from there, analyze it. Is it? Is it good? Is it? Is it, is it intriguing? Do the, the, do the lyrics speak to me? Yeah. Then from there, I want to actually – I want to go down the, the rabbit hole of analyzing it. But sometimes I don't do that. I think sometimes we're so far into the world that I end up just going immediately to critique and not caring about whether it's art or not. That's the hard part, too, though, because are we allowed to critique in 2022?
1: Are we allowed to say what we like and don't like? I don't know. I generally don't.
0: Everything's offensive.
1: It is. Seriously, I could not come in here. Like, I I was laughing about Lauren Dagle. Because I'm like, no, like, re- like, re- like, really, what do you think? Because that was You even did it. You're like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, what do you really think, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, it's hard, dude, like, to actually critique. I actively, like, on this album, I, I was funny. I was such a consumer. I went to the ones that were streamed the most first. Yeah. Listened to all of them. And I was like, eh, there's one that I was like, eh. And then I went to the least streamed. In order, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I can see why those were the least string songs. Like, they are not good songs. And I'm like, do I say that? Like, am I allowed to say that
0: all this future
1: is not a good song by
0: Hillsong United? (laughs) That's the art world. That's the art world. I don't know. This is where I would bring Sean in because Sean's got, so I've been to Sean's house. Sean's got this whole literal room right off the, the beginning of his house. It's a, a little bit bigger than this room, um, and it's got it's literally just shelf shelf of records Ooh. and his record player like vinyls. Yes, and I outgrew that shelf. By the way, you outgrew the shelf. Now it's uh, milk crates. Ooh, <laughs> and so whole oh,
1: library of records. I like so those.
0: when you listen because you're listening to albums and vinyl in a in a consumption way that's not necessarily traditional anymore. Totally. Do you do you get up and take the needle and move it, or do you leave the room, or do you sit there?
2: Well, if it, you're talking about like, yeah, I mean the, yeah, I could get into why I like vinyl beyond. It <laughs> sounds better, bro. It's analog, dude. Um, I love albums. Yeah, but it's like this is consumer stuff, man. Yeah. This is like my experience. Yeah, love listening to albums. Like to hear the whole project somebody put together. Yeah, you kind of have to do that with records. Mm-hmm. You can't like it's 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 like tedious to skip around. Yeah, so. but inevitably you're not going to love every song on that no.
0: album. Are you going to still listen to it? Mm-hmm. Because that's the way it was intended for you to yeah. be a partook of. Yeah. yeah. Now here's I'll the question: down. Is music written like that anymore?
2: There's ah, there's some that is some yeah, yeah. Some. a lot a lot that isn't. I think
0: most of the Christian world has evaded that. Yeah, I th- I think yeah. most. I don't think Christian. I don't think Christian music, really in general, ever went. I'm going to tell a story on my album, dude. I disagree. I I strongly disagree. From a top-bottom, dramatically mm-hmm. well, story. Listen w- to
1: listen to themes in the last. I'll argue the last five Elevation albums are like that. A, well, well,
2: I think there's. I think there's like there's there's pockets of this in every industry and there's pockets of this in generations. Yeah. yeah. Like people who create it for the, for the project, mm-hmm. like they're putting together a project, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then like the people that are just trying to crank out as many singles as they can yeah. in that. So, so I think you have that in each one. It does. It's, it's an interesting thing. The To me, the question I have going back to the church music thing mm-hmm. is like, at what point are the three of us like supposed to not like the music that's on stage? Like our predecessors? Yeah. Like, are you
1: an old old person? Uh, the like, boomers. At the boomer. Point, at the what, boomer what point? At what point am I supposed
2: to not like the music? Mm. That's that's a good question.
1: That well, that's another whole conversation to me because I'm like, okay, well, is it my job to like the music for me? I mm-hmm. have I have nothing to do with leading, picking, none of that.
0: Yeah, just but you consumed. yourself said when I looked for churches, the worship had to had to have something that, bones,
1: roots. Didn't matter about the songs. If it was songs, it'd be a different story because I have preferences, right? True. And so the roots, bone structure, leadership, like just being in church worlds, working for a church, I can tell immediately when I hear. A spontaneous moment, I'm like, cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can immediately tell when I look at a stage and I don't see a guitar and I hear one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, tracks, cool, right? Like, there's yeah. just different elements for my brain as a cho- church goer. That's just like very, very specific. Yeah. But when it comes to music, I'm like, I think I, I think a lot of people struggle with that too. Like, I go there, I'm uh-huh. like. How come this new Hillsong album isn't like... Like, when is a church... And I think I saw one church do it. And they can do it because they have millions of people that follow and watch. When is a church going to sound like this? Right? Like... When does a service sound like that? Ever. Right? Because... That, I believe, would get the next generation in, right? That would appeal towards the next generation. But my brain's like, electronic, like, you're not going to have a drummer. Like, you just going to have seven keyboards on stage with tracks. Like, how does that work? Or you listen to any of the popular music um, where it's like an R&B, backbeat feel, and it's worship music, right? And it's that electronica style, very melodic. It sounds like all the rap songs like, of today. It's like, when is that gonna come and lead worship? Will it ever lead worship? Who makes those rules? I mean, it's happening in youth groups, probably.
0: Is it, though? You are alive in us. Like, listen to this song. This I've cr- seen many YouTubes who literally just, uh, churches who just play the YouTube. So, when when is worship being led like this? Probably, that's an artist artistry sound.
2: No, but I, 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 are we boomers them. right now, I dude? Think the, like, yeah, well, this is the question. When when do we have to start picking music well, that okay. we don't listen, really listen like? Real quick, listen to this. Yeah, that sound right there. Yeah. Okay.
0: I agree, bro. It's a great song, but here's the question. Is that is, there, by the we, way, that is an artist that I know
1: of that I know nobody knows. That so, Transformation Church. They're going okay. to they go to Transformation Church, right? They used yeah. to be in Denver's Evan and Harris. and I I remember they had a concert at my old church, and I remember being like being in the crowd, and I was talking to their producer, mm-hmm. and I was like, same same conversation, yeah.
2: Because I was like, yo, yeah.
1: I'm so used to that. Only King forever, like name them. Yeah. They're the same yep. structures, just yep. packs differently now. It's Maverick City. I'm so used to worshiping this way. Am I just straight boomerang and not like? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. these kids, like, are they not gravitating towards this? Like, why would like? Yes. I'm like, this is like a bot. Can you worship
2: to that in a You'd, corporate uh, totally you can? This?
0: That's the question. Are, are is it is it corporate? Is well, it? Oh, but unified? I think us
2: standing there be like it doesn't feel corporate to me. What would the standard of cor? Do you think the
0: standard of corporate changed when boomers to millennials to Gen Zs, or do you think just the style of corporate changed? I think corporate stayed the same, but the style changed. So instead of playing our God, we ended up playing we ended up playing elevation and and other stuff. So
2: the corporate aspect of things stayed the same, but we changed a lot of practices like. Yeah. Reading from hymnals to reading on a screen. Oh, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Okay, but has the music really changed?
0: What's the difference between yes.
1: stylistically everything? What's the difference between a thousand names and Only King Forever? And those are legit ten years apart. And then throwing How Great Is Our God 10 in the years last before.
0: ten years. I don't. I don't think there's much change. I think even I think ten think years it was about before that,
1: Twenty, even twenty. So twenty years ago, How Great Is Our God? Um, I don't think that's twenty years old. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Yes, buddy. Yes, it is. And then uh, what's Let, another? What's a darling elevation?
0: Darlene, del- che- Darlene <laughs> to Elevation. Okay. Completely different. Is
2: it,
1: though? Is it? Is
2: it really? The feeling is. Okay. This, I think it, Only King Forever and Thousand Names, you're right, though. That's the same. It's the same stuff. That's why I liked that song the first time I heard it. <laughs> first time I heard it, I was like, this song's great. Yeah. Because it feels exactly like that other yeah. one I liked. Yeah.
1: And I, I, don't get me wrong, I am a big fan of that style, but that's a really good question. It's a question that I've been thinking about for years of, like, at what point, because it's happening now, man, like, there's new songs, like, I listen listening to the new Elevation album, and I just feel old because I don't resonate with a lot of the songs on there.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm like, I have to think, I have to think objectively to say, okay, like, is it because it's
2: my style, like... Is it because I'm getting older? Like, what is it? That's good, though, man. I'm ready to feel old. I'm ready to be the old person in the room.
0: I think I think we're, we're, I think maybe millennial to Gen Z. Is there one in between millennial and Gen nope. Z? I think that generation that differs from boomers and the progression is I think millennials and Gen Zs are already thinking more openly than a boomer is. I think a boomer is more set and, I mean, it's stereotypical, but I can look at my parents and go, you think your way. And when I tell you something or something fresh or brand new, you're like, yeah, totally. Like, "Oh, oh, okay, cool. But I like my thing. Yeah. I think millennials and Gen Zs are more willing to go, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe not. That's not to say all all boomers are that way, but there is a general consensus of we're cut of this cloth and we do it this way. And I think even today, like if I'm listening to that, make it is it corporate melodically? Yes, I think more of this this is going to tone into what's the DNA and the culture of your church. I would not play that at lighthouse because that's not the culture of lighthouse. Mm-hmm. That's not the culture of people. Now, if I wanted to sound like that, there would be a roadmap for me that I would go. If I play this song, it will introduce the idea, and then I'll and then I'll start tinkling this in, and then and then I'll get there. But that to say it's not corporate. Well, melodic structure is really where corporate comes in to play. Is it singable? Is it followable? Which. Even back in the hymnal days, it's like some of those hymns were not singable <laughs> very well. Some of them were. My do you think, do you think Olivia Rodrigo is singable?
2: Ooh, <laughs> I, I, I maybe heard one song.
1: <laughs> My hope is built on nothing less. Because <laughs> if like,
2: like if if we if there was like an Olivia Rodrigo song in a worship format, it'd be it'd be uncomfortable for me. Well, but I do believe that's going to happen.
0: Play an Olivia Rodrigo song uh-huh. I, before we, I, I, before I maybe we play heard that. that
2: one. Before we play that. And I, I like her music, and it's still the... Let us... Major scale. Oh, listen to the and horns. I...
1: Tell me the difference.
0: Tell me the difference. <sighs> It's just more like rock,
2: yes, yeah.
0: Style. The name you are, see our church. You Shout are. to
1: the Lord, let be the, let us sing. Yeah, same thing, right? Now, yeah. now.
0: <laughs> Tell me the difference. It's all musical style. Everybody who writes, everybody who writes for the ABC Church community knows that they need to have a, have major singable, mm-hmm. like major scales, happy feelings, and singable. Very singable.
1: Is this Olivia Rodrigo?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's Olivia Rodrigo like?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. So you're saying this one's it. a faster-paced one for her vocals, but I mean it's.
0: Oh, this is the chick that has like the. um... Oh, there's one that she has like Dreamy Land. There's like a Dreamy Land song. She's, She's Driver's Disney license. Channel, right?
2: Driver's license is the big one. She's in Disney Channel, right? Yeah, she it's, used to be. Yeah,
1: or used to be. Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Leave dude. It. Everybody comes from Disney, man. Hannah Montana.
0: Oh, yeah, I've heard this before. Yeah, like this song. So you're saying if this was a melody in church, you'd be uncomfortable.
2: I'd say it'd be hard to. Okay, but. It would feel non-worshipful. But that does that's It almost feels not... kind of cold play. He's
0: got that, uh, like that, duh, duh, and the, the minor-esque.
1: <laughs> okay, but what's the difference <laughs> between that and then you have songs like this?
2: Spacing's way different. different. And, but, the, and the scale's different.
1: Okay, it's very similar though. That intimate, like, tell me what church you've heard
0: play this song?
1: Though. No, none of them. No. Okay, okay. Let's have that. Let's have that talk now, because there's a oh, local Dirty church. Grace
2: is killer, man. There's a, there's a local thousands. church that would play
1: that song, and they have thousands and thousands of people, and they will do songs like this.
0: Great! If that's their DNA, go for it.
1: But I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, and that's always the question for me. I'm like, like, why don't churches do songs like that? What's stopping them from doing a, a I think mellow you've got song more like than,
2: that? Well, I would. I I think I'm going to get into a bigger conversation with that. Okay. Well, you, you know, like worship wars that were waged by boomers. We gotta give boomers credit for. <laughs> <laughs> Wage the worship wars. wars. Mm. What does right? that mean? It's like from traditional, traditional to like shift.
0: Okay. It's like when Calvin went from reading Gorgarian chants to singing. It's
2: like it's like from hymns to choruses, and yeah. then choruses to to shout to the Lord. Was that shout boomers though? Because boomers, shout to the Lord. a lot of boomers are still leading churches that made this transition. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel
1: like there's a, there's a certain section of boomers that are shout to the Lord.
2: There's a few of them. Well, like you're going to have in any... But I mean, the worship wars were waged within churches around here, right? And I I think when you... Like if you ask anybody who led through those spaces mm-hmm. or is leading through those spaces, because there's a church I'm working with right now that's still leading through that space. Mm-hmm. It's like they're still in the worship wars and I'm, yeah. it's, I don't know how this is possible, but yeah. it's still there. Like the exhaustion that comes from that, from leading through that, into something new. I I don't I don't blame do them think for hanging, I don't blame him for hanging on to the same song style for a well, while. Well there's it's a uh, it's, I mean there are churches that have split and let, let's talk over about this. music.
0: I agree with you. So to go even deeper on that, what's the point of corporate worship?
2: What's why are we doing it? You, you got to answer that yourself. You got to—you're the worship guy here. Yeah.
0: So are you, but that's where. So we've all heard. Maybe you haven't. Ho- hopefully, you've heard the argument that we shouldn't cycle the worship music as fast as we do. We don't need a new song every month because we should. We should be gathering around around the history of the songs, and so there's this idea now that. Either you're, you're really, you really need to be hype and you really need to be up up with the culture and you need to play the songs that are, that are speaking to the youth, that are speaking to the young people of the group. But how many churches have literally zero, zero old people in them or zero 40 year olds or zero 30 year olds? There's not many churches. That's called a youth group or a young adults group. So there's that aspect, but also there's the aspect of the history of the music that we play and what it, what it does for our faith. And so when you, when you sit in a room and you sing 10,000 Reasons, we all kind of go,
2: Bless the Lord, oh my soul. It has to be played with a pan flute setting, yes. a cheap Casio. and a steel drum. I love that song. <laughs> but here's the thing when That's a great we song. sing that,
0: when we sing that everybody in the room sings. Why? Cuz we all have history with that song. I can play a new song that says the same thing with a new melody, with a new idea. That's really great. But the corporate the corporate <clears throat> gathering is about the unifying of the body to sing unto God, to call on personal testimony and corporately worship together and to exalt the king in a in a unified space. So if I keep playing new music, I don't unify the room. So I could play that song, and we could have a really, really dope time. Blessings on blessings on bless. Like, it could be fun. Like, I love that kind of music. The beat feels sick. We all dance and hop around. But then I've lost 50% of the room, probably even more than that, probably 70% of the room to the ultimate greater goal of the corporate worship, which is to exalt God. And I think that's where I'm kind of coming to a head with this. Is like, I could play all the new stuff. That's really cool, um, and we do we we play decently a, a decent amount of new songs here, but they're generally around the same corporate structure, so that they feel familiar. And so, the reason you like Thousand Names is it feels familiar. And so it's a, the it's a, it's a same idea spun in a new way, which, yes. So my wife, Jamie, would be in this room going, we serve a creative God. There is an unlimited amount of Facts. creativity. Facts. Facts, 100%. I totally agree. But make that applicable in the corporate setting as well. So be your artist. Get in the studio. Be yourself. Make the music that fuels you. But also feed the machine a little bit. Here's, okay, here's my problem with that. So two things. The law of
1: averages. Okay. Average sum yeah. equals the right sum. Right. And you have what you have now is a bunch of machines mm-hmm. that will produce everything. mm mm-hmm. Because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Right? They're going to make the same song. hmm Package it the same way. And they're going to put it out. hmm that means that there is zero creativity. That means that church bands in Montana that are forward-pushing or artists like the one I played will never will never get the shine, will never get the recognition.
0: People are not going to sing their songs. Well, in this day and age, that's not true.
1: But how, but but a church is not going to sing their music. A church is not going to go sing. Well,
0: are we making a, the pinnacle of church singing the music? That's how, that, that's how it blows up. That's how it grows. That's how that blows up. But Montel Fish is... Well known. I have no clue that is. Who is that? You don't know who Montel Fish is? Uh -uh. do you Montel Fish is a just a well known indie Christian artist who Mm -hmm. makes like dope beats, raps a little bit Where would I find – where
1: would I listen to that?
0: Spotify, YouTube. uh, Bro, anybody can pave their own way on TikTok. Literally, okay, there's this guy named Nick Rector, okay? Okay. He's a worship guy. He's in the swirly world like we just want to sit and wait on the presence. That is awesome. He has proven over the last two months that anyone can pave their own way. This dude makes records. He's been a mixing engineer for years. He got on TikTok two months ago with 100 followers. Posted his music every day for two months. He's at fifty thousand followers. Anybody can pave their own way to put their music out. The pinnacle of music is not. I play your songs on a Sunday. Is that a
2: pinnacle? Yeah, for the so ABC it is. for the it ABC is. Christian. It, is, it, it is. is if the goal is what you said earlier, which is like like ten thousand reasons. Yeah, like you, if you're trying to make the next ten thousand reasons, because yeah. that's the that's the part about us, right? Like.
1: You're gonna tell me that, and I'm gonna learn. Here's a, here's another here's one of my favorite stories of this last like month. There's this band. I'm in love with this band. Their names are Moonchild. You okay. ever heard of it? Nope. Nope. So I'm listening to this band. <laughs> nope. called, called Moonchild. It's boppy jazz fusion okay. with a lead singer that has the like a raspy jazz voice. Yeah. And it's boppy. Like it's it's crazy. The instrumentation and the way it sounds sonically, and I'll play it later for like my song pick. It's one of them. It's literally my ears are just like, this is amazing. I had an epiphany. I was so mad because I was like, the only reason I know about this is because I listened to a podcast with guys breaking down the new uh, Silk Sonic album with Bruno Mars. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. He's, they, they all went around. They said, hey, what's music you're you're liking, right? And this producer's like, oh, Moonchild, the other side. And I'm like, okay, that is the only way. So I don't know about these bands yeah. because yeah. my only opportunity is what, even curate Spotify playlists. Like, that's my algorithm curating that new Music Friday or whatever mm-hmm. to me. And so the biggest thing that I hear about some equals all, right? Some of everything equals all is I will never, like... There's no way I'm hearing the church down the street that has a killer worship album, unless a church sings it. That in this industry, that's it, bro. Like if if the local church wants to blow up, like any of these any of these churches, and just even from a
0: marketing perspective, let's talk from that that level. If I want to have, uh, there's the difference. Local church has an album. Okay, my goal is not to be sung by other churches. But why? because i didn't write the song for other churches you
1: wrote the song for your church i
0: wrote the music for the people of my church do you believe
1: that your church and the music coming out of your church can impact that church
0: sure so but, why not but I, that's not what i wrote it for if that sure. happens yeah, yeah. cool but i'm not going to go out of my way to create a tiktok and create a following for a mass gathering of my music that's that's not what i want why don't you want that cuz
1: i so why I keep don't it care? just why keep it just for your church why can't it be for the masses? Why it can't. can't it, it's on Spotify. Why can't it bloat? Lighthouse
0: but, Music, Spotify. Go on Spotify and listen to it. <laughs> like, but that, that's, that's, it, that's, but that's what I'm
1: saying. So if no church, if the church in Texas doesn't know about you, right? And it's the best song of all time. If you the want that, anointing the anointing is on the song. The words in the song are amazing. There's not an opportunity for that song to get carried out, and that's what makes my I'm not, That's what makes me always laugh about the arguments of elevation and the machine, mm-hmm. Maverick City and the machine. Because yeah. I sit here and I'm like, we contribute to this machine. Like we oh, will 100%. not sing. We, there's 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 zero thoughts of anything other than popular music, and then it's the sum of the popular song, right? Mm-hmm. That churches choose to sing. And so that's, I mean, again, it is what it is. It's just very interesting to see, like, like all these people you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. My TikTok algorithm doesn't show none of them.
0: No, right? But there is there is a capacity that if somebody wanted to do that, they could. The
1: but you're trained. The not marketing
0: to. world is not limited. If you have the money, if you have the money, you can make it happen. Not if churches don't sing your song. That's not that's not true. So. Okay. That's how they make pop artists, bro. Okay. If you want to be a pop artist, basically you—if you don't know anyone, but you have five hundred grand and you have an album, go give me a feature, with a a pop, a pop star. Yeah,
1: give me a feature with the top
0: people. Yeah, absolutely. You can see the you'll Christian artists up.
1: doing the same thing, right? So
0: if you want that as a church, and you're the mega church, and you have a million dollars to market, go market it. But for me. The goal is write good music that the church loves, that my people feel is personally written for us to sing to God to. But you don't want you don't want anybody else to sing it? If they find it, go for it. I you will give you help the them tracks find for free. It? I will give you the chord chart for free. Have regi- my resources. Are you registered
1: on CCLI with all the songs you write? Am I? Probably not. I don't need the money. What if that helps? I'm, no money. If the goal and the vision is to save people and you have a talent and skill and a product that you created to help save people. But see, why why would
0: my song matter any more than 10,000 Reasons? Uh, You know what I'm saying? If the machine is making it, and it's working, and at least the lyrical content is there, then do that. But I'm going to write for my church what I want to write. Sure.
2: Well, I think there's a, I think, first of all, not everything has to scale. Why? Yeah.
0: What's the point?
1: What's the point?
2: Because if you can serve, if you can serve an audience really well, like a, a focused audience really well and mm-hmm. have a sustainable thing, it doesn't it doesn't have to get w- bigger than
1: that. But why is it not worth getting bigger than that?
2: Because not not everything has to.
1: It doesn't have to. Why is
2: it not worth because it? Because when you when you sometimes scale, when well the scale. reason why I would push back against scaling is because of the the opening of this conversation. Like when you scale, the questions of what's the integrity of this product now? Like where's the authenticity of this? Mm-hmm. Where's the Where's the money go? Like all those come into play when you scale. But and sure, sometimes so, the scale corrupts uh, a system. Sometimes a
0: scale, like a, an artist in his bedroom, has no capacity to scale.
1: And ultimately,
2: and, you, you need both.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. My, my biggest thing, though, is if God has used someone to create something for his church, his audience, can he not then use that to change the world?
0: He yes sure or could. no? He sure could.
1: So why limit that? Because in these conversations, it's good not to... Sk- like It's like, so you're actively saying that, hey, if my song gets blown up and this church sings it on stage, Elevation sings it, Transformation st- sings it on their live stream, right? Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever local church song that that, uh-huh. that local worship pastor creates and, and writes and the church together puts out. So like that if that gets out like that's a bad thing not a bad thing no but it's a different so thing but it's not something that you would want like you don't intentionally I, go you hey right i'm now, making this if he doesn't want <laughs> if it if
0: right. elevation called me i'd hang up the phone
1: but if it could save people's lives your song i can do and that, that, that that's without the elevation Great, but what it like, like it's so you're just gonna okay, say let, let, no to the opportunity of one me, of my songs that this church that this church that I most, met made that has impacted what you've seen people on the say, floor. Let's say it's elevation.
0: Let's say it's elevation. I would say no for the sheer fact that I think there's a percentage of people going to hell because they believe some of the theology that elevation believes. So they can't sing your song, I would not tie it in. Like, I'm an unpopular opinion. I can't. <laughs> I yo, can't. poster child right now. You can't now. sing my song because you might be going <laughs> no, to hell. I don't want to tie it. I don't want to tie it. I don't want to tie it to, the, to the, the, the whole Shazam. At what point can God use your creation unbiasedly? Oh, 100%. And if I felt that, I would market it. I would do it on my own. Okay. I would market it. But I don't think that's the burden. I don't think the burden is... Uh, we were kind of talking about this last podcast the the impact that Christians think they can make that they are the poster child for god 's creativity because they are they 're just giving getting heavenly downloads like god 's basically this amazing puppet that they 're mastering because they 're so amazing and they 're just getting all this from the Lord. I can't. I can't go down that road. You're making just as much of an impact at a hundred person church as you are at Elevation. Whether you, whether Absolutely. you think, whether you think you are or not, the reality is is your song and your music that you give to your church of a hundred might form them, and you be able to walk with them beside them as you're talking about how you wrote this music, why you wrote it, more formationally than when you go to Elevation and they're just like, I produced an album. Oh, buy all our merch. That's really great. Do they even know the song? Do they know why they're singing? Do they even know if the lyrics are correct? There's a deeper impact in the less than there is in the more sometimes. But
1: so even hearing you say that, my argument is, because we're kind of saying the same thing. I just think that there's two sides of that coin. Because on one end, big church machine equals bad, right? Right. Local church, small small machine. There's bigger local flock. churches. So but so my argument is is if you have the big local church machine, right? Yeah. Guess what? Everybody's singing them songs. If you sure, have the small, independent yeah. that just writes for their church, there is zero recognition
0: so for them. Who's the guy with five million dollars to go, I built this studio for all the underprivileged Christian artists? and i'm going to produce all their music and i'm going to release it for them and i'm going to send it to the platforms. Who, it's a money game. That's that's is the industry. Though,
1: or is it saying, "Hey, churches, take a chance on my song."
0: So, how do you get it out then? What's your, what's your platform for even getting sure, it? Sure, that's great. We could talk about that. I'm just
1: saying back to my some equals, right? Cuz we say, sure. "Hey, we have to do stuff for that everybody will like, that will that will yeah. serve the flock." Yeah my only argument in all of this is well that leaves the little church out right and i'm saying that why not have the little church right talking big and little like elevation and like a 1000 person church yeah. why not have the little church why can't they get the same opportunity it's because most churches aren't going to
0: go well, searching it, for that song it's because of consumer, not look for that song. It's, a, it's, a, it's because of how you started this conversation i get in my car and I see Hillsong has dropped an album. I'm going nuts in my car. But you want to know but why? did you go in your car and look up local church album? No, no you didn't. You, did.
1: you know, <laughs> want to know why? Because churches are not going to sing it. So why, I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not going to hear this at church. Why am I going to listen to it?
0: Well, if that's your passion and that's what you're driving for, then why wouldn't you search it out?
1: Because most um, the common person, I will, Right. Yeah. But the common person is gonna—they're gonna—they see it on Sunday. Well, cool. You release like we're gonna do a thousand so that names. Means that means that I'm gonna listen to that in my car. All the playlists that my church plays is the music that I listen to. Again, algorithmically. Thank God, like we love music in this room, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get the indie people. You're gonna get the algorithms on TikTok that are gonna show you new artists. Like we're gonna get that stuff. We're gonna find the little church in, I keep saying little, the church in Texas that has fire worship, I'm going to find these Evan and Ayers people and I'm mm-hmm. going to be well-versed in my music. Most people are going to come to church they're going to see what church, churches play. The machine fills churches with music, right? The mm-hmm. labels fill churches with music. If you have a thousand bucks in a studio and can create an album with these mics that we're talking on now, like, mm-hmm. like was created, mm-hmm. my only argument was, well, why can't, that song be that song because general population but it takes one church two churches ten churches 20
0: churches to sing that song sounds like we need to start a citywide worship night
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you just need churches that like play sorry, people. Sorry, just had you to need churches to
0: take chances and sure. play people's stuff dude sure. like hey there's a band that never heard heard of. local church local church platform where you can get all the local churches from all the states. It's called this podcast. If if, if you want
2: together, huh? How
0: about <laughs> if, that? If you want the if you want other churches to hear your music and possibly sing it, put it on this platform. People will grab from it. Uh, there could be a platform out there, like
1: or that. hey, worship leaders, look for new music. Do, yeah. do do diligence and go find something that's not popular from a local church, and do their music.
2: Yeah. I, there used to be this platform for, like, like, and it was it was started by some people that were, like, in the CCM world, mm-hmm. I think. Because it was a lot of CCM artists that were putting music on there. It's called Noise Trade. Did you guys ever f- mm-hmm. use this? Mm-hmm. Listen, I was poor back in the day. <laughs> and so, like, it was all free. Mm-hmm. You give them your email, and you just, like, download these albums yeah. that artists give away for free. You could totally do something like that. Yeah, you could. To answer this, but... But I, I think, think the I think the I think what I what I actually believe is happening right now is that the machine is actually using and finding more of those artists. Yeah, than we they, like to admit they are they finding local church they artists, take them and they call it Maverick <laughs> City. Yes, I believe that happens more than yeah, we'd man. like to than yeah. we'd like to know about. <laughs> I think and that, like like John Mark McMillan, right? Like the small artist guy writes how he loves, and then David Crowder sings it becomes the huge song.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's a stigma too of just bad music being produced by like lesser the people that have lesser gear lesser yeah, that's, resources that's
0: a whole world I have a problem with too because for instance when I wanted to get this album produced and worked on I was like man I would really enjoy it if I could have this professionally mixed I've mixed myself but I would really like to take my hands off of it a a, a church mixing engineer costs 500 bucks a, a song so for a local church to produce an album they need five grand minimum it's not, that's not attainable. So what you have is either you have really bad production because someone was forced to sit in their room and like go, okay, well, I guess uh, I'm going to try to produce this myself. Or you have the churches who have the budget and they make albums. Yep. But if you're going to sing, if you're going to sing other people's music and you're going to, you're going to basically recreate the MySpace of the world for worship music for the local church, you're going to have to be okay with, it's not the best produced, but it's, it's good music and it's lyrically full of good content. And I'll play it and figure out how I want it to sound. But if that's the, the whole consensus, like it's all, not always going to be well produced. Sure. Oh, well, get over it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that people are
1: willing to. I think that one of the biggest pushes of this conversation for me is the music that I hear mm-hmm. from us. Because yeah. here's here's my brain Skepti- skepticism creeps in because I've just been a part of the churches that create their own stuff yeah. and I've tried to create my own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And traditionally it hasn't been good, right? Well, I come here and it's good, mm-hmm. and so that's why I'm so passionate because I'm like, how is one of you? How is one of the songs that was created not worthy of an elevation stage or a a, a church in Chicago or Illinois or? or missouri or california like the gift that god birthed into someone that has crafted lyrics and music and production Mm -hmm. should be shared Mm -hmm. and so that's where i come from because i'm like i don't know i don't know too many worship leaders that are like yo let's sing that random song from denver right sadly and i feel like here's a start sing some other songs if, we're, if we really don't like the machine, and we, I mean, we laugh at it, y'all. We laugh, we, we'll be out there laughing. We're like, yo, this is Cookie Cutter, mm-hmm. ABC. That's why I like this Hillsong record so much, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just because I'm a Hillsong fanatic. I am. But I come in and listen to these songs, and I'm like, not Maverick City. A breath. Even if it sounds like Empires. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like Only King Forever. Mm-hmm. Whew, right like okay, the sure. evolution of a sound to me and i'm like immediately i'm like they ain't no ain't not not one church gonna sing any of this stuff like they're gonna have to make a live version to make it pliable.